Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome, welcome friends, to another episode of Dungeons and Doritos. Hi, I'm Cap. Drop Force Mike. Hex. Lefty. Colin. Rolled. And, um, wow, uh, ever since we started this, uh, book two, shit's been, uh, very intense. Very, very intense things going on. We just concluded a multi-parter, so now, um, we're gonna find out what happens to our heroes this episode. <laughs> I'll let Galdap do the rest of that talk, because right now we gotta talk about these Doritos that we're eating. <laughs> We got two very strange flavors with us tonight. We have Pizza, pizza Supreme. Pizza Supreme, which uh, let me hit one of those. Uh, those are actually they're it, pretty it, decent. It's extreme. You can taste sausage in them. Uh, <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, those are quality. Yeah, and then but also we're eating Taco Doritos in a retro packaging. Yeah. It's like like Pepsi owns Frito Lay, and this is like Pepsi's throwback, but it's a chip. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty obsessed with this taco flavor. This is really good. It's fucking rad. It so, is the best. Goddamn Dorito flavor ever. Well, here's the thing. Since it was in a retro package and it's taco, I thought, well, what's all that about? So I read up on it. it turns out that taco is actually the second Dorito flavor ever after nacho. Plain, plain corn. It was actually before nacho cheese. What? Wow. Yeah, taco came out in 1967, and I guess nacho cheese was like a couple years after that. And taco was like a standard. It was complete standard of the Dorito line. Then around 1985... They changed up the flavor. They added kind of a, uh, some sour cream to the formula, and fans mm. weren't into it, and the flavor died out completely. Wow. Then throughout the 90s, and up to really recently, they've been trying to like bring back the taco idea, mm-hmm. but it's never been the same. Like You guys remember Doritos Collisions, right? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I still like those. Two flavors in a bag. Yeah, yeah. Had, um, I grab those every time I see one. Yeah. Zesty Taco slash Chipotle Ranch. That was good. Mm-hmm. Then they had a Taco Bell promotion called Taco Bell's Taco Supreme, which was a beefier kind of taco flavor. Hmm. And uh, then recently there was even a just plain taco, and it was branded as being backed by popular demand, but it wasn't the same as the original. And fans who grew up with this stuff and actually started internet groups and everything clamoring for, like, bring back taco flavor, bring back taco flavor. Uh, apparently this is it. I looked at some message boards, and some people claim it's got kind of a cheesy finish now, which it didn't used to have. They think maybe it's the 1985 taco, not the original 1967 taco. Right. Um, Honestly. Uh, yeah. Those people have got to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. You're going to remember something from 40-plus years ago? Wasn't wasn't there, like, a taco flavor? Like, there was, like, Midnight Taco yeah, or mid- something? Yeah, there was another one that was recent. There was Midnight Taco, and there was, like, a burger one as well. I swear to God, I could taste pickles on the burger one. The burger one's really good. Yeah. And they said that these need to be smokier. That this flavor that's supposed to be the original needs to be smokier and um, and have more dust. Yeah. They speculate maybe uh, 
it's just due to newfangled technology that there's not as much dust as there used to be. I don't, I don't, but it's like, what are, what are you guys talking about? This is crazy. Are there like Dorito scholars? Apparently. No, I, you gotta wonder though. I mean, is it possible because these things probably have like a shelf life that you know would make canned sardines look crazy? <laughs> you gotta wonder if somebody might like have stockpiled a few boxes of this like, shit just it. so they can like every year they come out with a new taco flavor or something. You go like, there's nope. like, well, let me size this up. No, this nope. is obviously not the same chip. And there was actually another pizza flavor before this one as well. Mm. It was a uh, Pizza Hut's Pizza Cravers dressing. I remember those. Similar to the Taco Bell thing. What year was that? Do we know? Uh, uh, mid '90s, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it sounds familiar. And uh, in all this reading, I mean, because like this is, I fell into a very strange corner of the internet when I, when I read about this. <laughs> was it a wiki hole? Did you fall into a deep wiki hole? <laughs> no, no, it was all like comments and like blogs. And oh stuff. God, like geocities.com backslash Dorito Fan Club. Yeah, this is beyond. <laughs> geocities. Um, some, some, some people, particularly the ones who love tacos passionately hate Cool Ranch. Really? They, uh, I guess it represents to them the late 80s when everything that they loved was stripped out of the Dorito world. I, I don't I don't, I don't know. I can't really. We, we lived in a Dorito utopia. <laughs> to cool be Ranch, honest though, Cool, cool Ranch, Ranch is, my least, is my least favorite of the core. core. I mean, if you had a bowl of Cool Ranch and a bowl of nachos, the nachos would disappear. Yeah, I go for nacho first. Cool Ranch. I like Cool Ranch, don't get me wrong. but Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it, but it's not my yeah. go-to Dorito flavor. I feel that's shifted. I feel that has shifted, because Cool Ranch used to be the first one to go. Really? But now that I'm older, I like Dorito. Maybe when we were younger, it's we'd like Cool Ranch better. It's not Cooler Ranch anymore. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, what see. it also could be is just that wherever you went, if there was Doritos, it was always Cool Ranch. And I think everybody's just tired of it. That's Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. I will never get tired of Cool Ranch. I will never get tired of any Dorito ever, all the time. Doritos in my face. Give but, me. <laughs> burrito I wish we were eating tonight because we just found it and we ate no, it. No, I, I had had it before then. All right. Well, I had had it for about a year ago when I cleared out the entire gas station next to a comic shop. And Nerdapalooza, <laughs> and Nerdapalooza, John and Kristen brought us a Costco-sized bag of wasabi Doritos and they're the best Doritos I've ever, ever, they're ever phenomenal. had. They're phenomenal. Oh my gosh. They're, they're crazy good. I, just, I, that sounds like a... Don't put four guys eating wasabi Doritos in a room to record a show. Just doesn't sound All good. All sweating. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so much good play, though. Anyway, this is maybe the lengthiest Dorito-based discussion we've ever had. It needed to be done. This, yeah. you know... This isn't normal if you're a first-time listener. This isn't normal. This but, isn't. Um, nope. And if you're a Frito Lay representative, this is a normal kind of discussion. <laughs> or, yeah. or it can be. <laughs> Bring us taco flavored Doritos by the truckload. Yeah. Oh God, yes. You can have my. They really are the child. best. Go find some, please. They're rad as shit. Keep them on a the shelf. They're fucking awesome. Keep them on the shelf. <laughs> but with well, your they, money. They've said uh, on the on the Wikipedia page for Doritos, it says that taco is a permanent flavor again. So. Really? Oh, oh man, I'm so hard right now. I'm gonna get <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa, that went to a fun place. Uh, like, seriously, we haven't even started the game, and the taco flavor bag is almost empty. Yeah, we're about halfway through. We may need to make a break during this to I'm go a, get more. I'm excited to hit up the, the pizza flavor a little bit more, though, because that, that sausage flavoring in there is really, no, the, really good. The pizza one is great, but it's just totally overshadowed right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Dungeons and Doritos, welcome. Uh, we're not actually sponsored by Doritos. Um, we're a donation-funded podcast, so uh, um, <laughs> we have shirts. We have dice with our logos laser etched into them. They come in nacho flavor with a limited edition fiery habanero flavor. A warning, do not actually eat them. <laughs> it does actually look exactly like the fiery habanero Dorito, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I and, haven't uh, seen these yet. 
That is that's that's sexy. <laughs> Mike like once it. said that it's hot. It is hot. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's got this like the orange yellow color. Mm-hmm. How's it thing. taste? I'm not gonna lick it or anything because I don't know where Cap's been. I licked them all, so. <laughs> and then I the, every the, single one. The pips are all black, so it has the kind of like the black pepper sort of thing on there. Now that is cool. Yeah, yeah, and that plastic is completely used up. Like we have the last of that color is used up, which is why they're limited edition. The fire habaneros are limited wow. edition. They just so the fire habaneros will never occur ever again. That's right. They we, can't. We we made a run of seventy five. It's about two thirds through, and uh, so you get them now, and then we're we're gonna like say, hey guys, make the rest of them for us. And what we get left is going to be in future editions of these uh, D&D dice. It's going to be blind bag. It'll be completely random. So order now if you want that. How much are they? They're 10 bucks. 10, Ten bucks, bucks for dice. Uh, for a bag How many d- dice do you get? You get four D6s and, uh, and a bag that'll hold way more than that. And um, screen printed with our logo on it. Also our uh, poster with art by Tony Baldini, who does art for all of our episodes. And, uh, and if you donate to the show just to support us casual-like... Uh, you get uh, sketches that he and local shop have done during the episodes, and so uh, that's some cool stuff. That if you you know you're a listener of the show and you want to support us and you like what we do, that'd be cool. M's gonna hate all of this crunching. <laughs> Who? He's a guy on the on the comments. He said he hated all the crunching. <laughs> really? <laughs> hold on, hold on. We got we got to line it up. <laughs> like a firing squad. <laughs> One, two. This is for you, three. M. We love you very much, but we love Doritos more. <laughs> Seriously, now. I just need that excuse to grab some more taco flavors. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's enough pregame chatter. Let's dive into the adventure, shall we? No. Well, uh, welcome back. My name is Galvat. I am a seer of worlds. Uh, infinite uh, orbs in celestial space. Uh, I tell you a tale. A brutal tale, a tale of woe, a tale of adventure, a tale of dungeons, and Doritos. <laughs> when last we saw our travelers, they were on the Isle of Mages, uh, an isle that they had been imprisoned upon, uh, well, they were told to stay there <laughs> indefinitely because the mages of that uh, glittering isle said that... Uh, these travelers could be the enders of the world. Uh, of course, they, they don't believe this to be true. The vile tiefling Genophia has been trapped inside a gem, and that gem was stolen by a black wraith and a scheming alchemist. <laughs> and so, victorious over the alchemist and his foul golems, uh, pardon me, sometimes my uh, testicles recede. <laughs> like a scared turtle back into its shell oh no uh, that's that is the shaft oh, <laughs> oh. and yes <laughs> who am I speaking to who are you I demand to know never mind a box upon your house horse feathers upon your uh, rectum Anyway, they, uh, they, these travelers up there returned to their abode, which, which they were bequeathed. Ooh, but the game master knows. The heroes have spent the better part of two weeks recuperating from their ordeals with the golems. 
They're still in the same house. The alchemist faction of the mages has apologized. They've gone to great lengths to make sure that... right. I demand an apology. (laughs) They've given you three. More would suffice. (laughs) Chair's been laid up in a bed. His arms casted and raised, his legs raised up, bandages wrapped around his head. To his dismay, he's cleaned regularly. (laughs) After about two weeks of this, he's finally healed and ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) You basically hear no word whatsoever from the council or anyone, really. Even um, Richard has not shown his face really very often. Quickly in passing basically to deliver the news that there is no news. The entire affair at the Alchemist Guild has been kept under wraps. Nobody really seems to be aware that this ever even happened, which apparently is quite typical here. Everything that does happen is kind of kept on the down low, and everybody kind of ignores that big booming noises came from a tower. So what have you guys been doing? Well, uh, Mac would be uh, trying to look around to see if any of these mages could uh, help him improve uh, natural magics that the Kavaki tribe uh, shamans are known for. But, you know, just look around and see if there's any natural magicians or sorcerers or warlocks or shamans or rangers. You get the feeling that it's almost like a college campus when you walk around. You tend to always see mages that study or hanging out, you know, benches, things like that, kind of doing their thing. Naked slaves walking around bringing food and stuff like that. Whenever you approach or talk to somebody, they're always fascinated with your type of magic, but quickly lose interest when they realize, like, how... Hedge wizard is it is. It's all hedge wizard. It's not you a hedge wizard with the seven (laughs) (laughs) wings. To them, it's not like the science of magic. You tend to get a warmer reception from the elementalists who tend to mess with the natural energies of the world as it is. So the idea of the natural magic, the idea of learning magic from watching nature itself is fascinating to them. The fact that you don't know what's actually going on, magically speaking, to make this stuff happen, baffles them. The fact that you can do things that you can do, but not know that, you know, by uttering this word in this particular way will make the wind turn a specific way, raise the temperature in this specific way to cause this funnel of whatever. The fact that you don't know this is surprising, which they kind of swap theories, the fact that you have none, (laughs) because it's not that type of magic for you. It's amusing, but interesting to them but they can't really help you so much as you guys kind of bounce ideas off each other that sort of thing other than that i try to make sure that uh, no one harasses chair because chair is invalid and (laughs) i will make sure the chair is not injured more he's kept pretty intoxicated through this as well they've realized that a drunk chair is a docile happy chair (laughs) And he won't break the restraints anymore. Yeah. Have I had any time where I haven't been laid up in this time? Or? You were pretty broken. Okay. You were kind of running on healing potions and adrenaline, just kind of keeping you alive okay. for the majority of that end of that session. That fight. Yeah, you ran headlong into that golem, cool. and then you punched, <laughs> missed, yeah. and got punched by a golem. You I, hamburger. <laughs> oh, I bet Chair was really upset to be immobile for so long. Mm-hmm. A lot like being a chair. <laughs> they must have kept him proper drunk. Like <laughs> now you're able to move about stuff like that, but you're under watch. You know, you're not okay. strapped to a bed. Okay. The moment he's but out, the... I'm pretty much by him. 
Well, what I'm imagining Chair did was uh, he likes the naked people. <laughs> and he fell in with the naked people, and he liked how they get to go, I like the naked people. They just they, they have this fun thing they do all day where they bring people food, so I do that too. And it's really good. And then we get drunk, we wrestle all night. And it's good. That's, that's all I've been doing. Every day. All day. Hi, VMAC. <laughs> this has been very rewarding for me. <laughs> Not because I use its services. I know what it has to do. <laughs> Not on my food stuff, thank you very much. But you know, keeping him away from me, having him be out of the house all day, has been rather nice. I pretty much spent all my time with Jamala. I was terrified that another wraith was going to get her. And I charmed the wizards into giving us a much bigger room. And we were roommates the rest of the time. <laughs> and we had such fun. It was a slumber party every single night. Hello fights. <laughs> Hello fights in our underwear was the best. And we played with shiny things. And we played catch with the gem. So that we knew where it was all the time. I've never been more turned on and horrified at the same time in my life. Uh, other than that one other time, but... <clears throat> strange situation. And we are very careful not to drop in. True. Well, I mean, we did it while standing on the bed, so... Yes. In our underpants. In our underpants. And normally I wouldn't bother, but they're so frilly. <laughs> And we found some sparkly ones down at the Wizard of Bras. <laughs> I imagine that the wizards set up a webcam. <laughs> like, like, a, like a spider web with a spider okay. that they, they could see through the eyes of the spider. And, <laughs> and they sold it to other wizards to watch on their magic baubles. You suddenly see every time you walk by a shop, a crystal ball get covered. Ah, <laughs> uh, look there. See how the uh, the attractive blonde one debases herself with the dragon. Fascinating. <laughs> Simply fascinating. You know, so just a couple of girls hanging out. And every now and then I'd get very sad and sing little songs to my precious Jennifer. But, um... Uh, other than that, it's been a pretty okay two weeks. They treat us very nice here. I don't want to leave. I'm getting a little fidgety. Bartholomew Gleeman, actually being a man of stories, went to the library to find if there was any lore that he could discover from any of these scholars, uh, any new plays or history that he could derive theatrics from. As well as hanging out with Chair, drinking, you know, the booze is running freely, and... I was about to say, I don't buy for a second Barty spent his whole time in a library. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a lot of wizards who are very poor <laughs> now. <laughs> well, it was, I'm just saying that he spent some time in the library. At least that's where he said he was going. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a thief, he's just a performer man. Yeah, he performed for them and their wallets were lighter. <laughs> I take offense to that, son of a bitch. Tips. Yes. They met to give, but forgot to. Well, yeah. <laughs> you don't really find any good stories 
inside the library. Most of it's very dry. Truth be told, half the time you're bored to tears on how horrible it was to read this stuff. I mean, it all just read like a textbook account of something that happened. And uh, these weren't things that were even very interesting. It's more of, let's write a story about a mage that discovered a spell by doing something. The mm. end. Colin drilled a hole in Jamal and Lefty's wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was I looking through the, it's a, you know, it's a one, it's a double-sided mirror. <laughs> a double-sided mirror? <laughs> like, I see my reflection in it. <laughs> Two oh, sides, one side. What's going on in the other room, though? <laughs> The double-sided mirror where you only see them and they only see you. Yeah, it was, it was really, really clever. <laughs> window? And Jamala and Lefty were really yeah. wondering why they had a window with Barty just staring <laughs> into it. <laughs> Frustratingly pounding on the mirror saying, why can't I see the other side? <laughs> It's true. <laughs> nah, that's not what happened. <laughs> it was a one-way mirror and the girls didn't know. Ha ha ha, lechery. Yep. Definitely spent a lot of time in front of that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> if that means VMAC was with Chair and Barty was with Chair, does that mean the three of us hung out in the bar a lot? Because that's what Chair yeah, was. Yeah, they pretty much drink well, from no, your well, IV you set. Well, you were... Yeah. yeah, well, you were laid up. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, came, all right. came in and, and, and drank with you and... Cool. You know, and okay. All right. Cool. You come. Did some tricks with my daggers and you know told you stories and you know you were drunk. It was great. It was good times. <laughs> All right. So unlike Cool Ranch, our heroes don't overstay their welcome. <laughs> they don't drive themselves out. Nobody comes and politely asks them to get the fuck out. <laughs> Eventually, uh, armed guards led by Richard come to the house and tell them it's time to be presented to the council. I think they've come to a decision. It's about time. I'm waiting for that damn boon. This is the perfect chance to make you the dress that Lefty and I have been working on all these two weeks. I don't like these guys. I'm not it going. It's a very long train. Chair, you, you have to go. They were jerks last time. Uh, they were, but they were very nice and made sure you didn't die. Hmm. The least you can do is show up where they want you to go. Barty, can you throw a dagger at him? Uh, if it comes to that, I definitely will. Big smile. I'm kind of sick of these people, too. <laughs> <laughs> However, your stay here on the island chair has been remarkably less itchy. I like itchy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I miss the itchy. Again, you presented before the council. Obviously, one of the seats have changed, and the uh, council member happens to be the old man from Oh, the hey, hey, hey. Can I do a little VMAC wave? Hey, as long as, as long as it's not that mousy chick. Melma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like <laughs> in some psychiatric ward after, <laughs> after what she went through. What was this old dude's name again? I don't remember. I Did don't you, think we caught it. I, I don't think we cared. I wave at him. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> he he smiles and nods and gives you a little wave himself. I keep waving. He's obviously <laughs> amused by you. I'm still waving. <laughs> of course you are. Now I'm watching my hand wave. <laughs> what if, if the slave that replaced Archie Sisko is carrying my train? <laughs> oh, poor Archie Sisko. It's okay. His replacement has been more than acceptable for Lefty and I. <laughs> Lucky slave. Yeah, no comment. Lucky Colin. <laughs> yeah. What is this one's name? Is this one Jughead Picard? 
<laughs> no, it's 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 Moose Janeway. <laughs> and they don't call him Moose for nothing. <laughs> Webcam. <laughs> Buy a crystal today. As you walk in, yeah, all the uh, council members cover their crystal balls with flagging <laughs> cloth. Yeah, where do you think that wizard got his webcam feed, you know? Barty. Barty, set, Barty set, up. set up a network. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's so much money resting on a thing. <laughs> There's a whole shadow economy. <laughs> we brought an entire industry to the island that they didn't know they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal ball sales went through the roof. Like, yeah, you're welcome. They, I, knew, I knew we could make a quick buck. So my purse is definitely a little bit heavier as of late. That's now canon. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Oh man. So, so I uh, curtsy. What's going on? I wave. One of the uh, some more. <laughs> Both hands. One of the wizards stands up. We have come to a decision to not make a decision. The evidence is unclear whether or not you're the world enders or are to do stop them. Despite what we would discover, we have determined that it would not be within keeping of our presence here on the island to make a determination on what to do based on that. What we've decided to do is to point you in the next direction, to get you off the island and on your way, so you can continue whatever your quest may be, either to stop the world enders or to be the world enders. It is up to fate to decide. Do you have any questions about that? Couldn't we just stay here? No, as some of us, and he looks across the council chambers, might say otherwise. <laughs> I wink at all of them. <laughs> I tend to notice that Barty's being a little bit weird. VMAC is 100% oblivious of what's what, so, why is everyone winky? Look how fast I can wave my hands. <laughs> that is astonishing. <laughs> supposed to go and by what means oh yeah our future is at stake <laughs> forgot about that i was entranced by wavy hands here i know right <laughs> dear council members i humbly respect how you've taken such good care of us in these two weeks following the uh, golem incident that i could there was no golem incident um, i beg to differ wait i remember it i really remember it <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me it didn't happen i i just you know we don't plan to be the world enders we're simply not the world enders so uh we are why kick us out because you don't belong here they have points you're not mages, you're not wizards, you're not part of the college. You have no purpose here. I could be part of a college. I could be in a sorority. True, we could start a sorority. Yes. Yeah, I want to be in this. No, but And as you continue to make the case for your departure, what I want to do is describe to you why you must go, where you are to go, and your best chances for freeing your friend. <clears throat> yeah, uh, all right, but... Oh, we still get the boom. Yeah, damn right. Okay. <laughs> you do. I was just, what are we going to guess for? Team model. <laughs> hold on, hold on. If they're kicking us out, that's probably going to be conditions anyway. That will be the opportune time. Ah, uh -huh, yes. 
We will avoid these conditions of us not being here. All you have to do is just take your ship. What you do after that is up to you, but we're trying to offer guidance, that's all. I like guidance. I don't know what that is. We are also going to give you a gift. Aha! Uh -huh. As well as the boon? Yes. Oh, well, it's the boon. Aha! I'm starting to rub off on him. It's creepy. <laughs> what? You want me to rub off? No! Hands, <laughs> <laughs> stop moving now! Chair <laughs> keeps Ooh. waving. While we can't make a decision whether or not you should go, we can't not act because even by not acting, we're acting. So we're just going to help you get on your way. What you guys choose to do with these tools is up to you. However, we want you to have all the facts that we have. As a stand, you obviously came to this world through a traveler spell. Travelers are wizards who have learned how to defeat time and space and travel between worlds. I they can defeat time and space. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, Chad. I believe it. <laughs> Anyways, these mages are extremely powerful. Mages that achieve this position even here on the island are asked to leave. We know where one of them's at. The map we are giving you will actually show you where to find him. Ah, going home! If you can find them, they tend to travel to different planes and they learn more about things that are even happening in this world because of the reflections on the other worlds. They may be able to help you figure out what this whole means. Also, they tend to keep journals. The wizard that brought you here had to have had a journal. Oh, in that journal. Yes, my dream told you it happened. Sorry. Go on. The journals are very, very valuable. They tend to write them in code. Only the wizard itself knows the code. So no one can actually break them or use them or learn the magics within them. It's up to each wizard to actually figure out how to cross these barriers between dimensions. It's never taught. So the journals are basically useless. They're also nearly indestructible. The wizard you're going to visit actually lives in a very bad place. He took up residence in a tower inside of a land constantly raided and occupied by tribes of orcs and goblins. They're afraid of him, so they stay away from his tower. If you can get to him, you should be safe. But you have to travel through these lanes to get there. Again, the map will help you. Once you reach that destination, he should be able to point you to the next path or maybe even help you with your friend's predicament. Problem with the amulet is that we've learned how to trap the demon souls. We never ever intended on freeing them. So we have no way of doing that. However, if I were to look for a solution to something like that, I would look to the very beings that were intended to be trapped there. There is a place called Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> hey! That place is inhabited by such creatures as your friend. They may know of a way of breaking this spell. Oh no. I... I hear it's a land of endless uh, bifurcation. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a place that you can just go. One cannot simply walk into Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> the other problem is that nobody knows where it's at. Oh, we know someone who knows where it's at. Who? He's in the stone. Well, <laughs> maybe. Can you communicate with the stone? Unfortunately, not. Again, we never intended for these demons to be free. Now, the travelers may even be able to help you with that. Again, they travel between planes. It's very likely that Cleveland isn't in the physical world as we know it here. It could be in an alternate dimension or a different place. 
he may know where to get there. Right. So, gift is mapped to... Uh, no. What? That's not a gift. That's a gift. gift. Nah. It's not a boon. It's not the boon. <laughs> no, just checking. He said we get gift and boon. I'm just clarifying. What's what is the boon? Gift? Do we all get boon? <clears throat> okay, team huddle. Team huddle. Team huddle. So, oh, Jesus. everyone huddle up with it. So, we get to... <laughs> we travel to Traveler, and he can take us anywhere we want. To get there, we need to get through orc and goblins. What are those? Uh, uh big baddies. Oh. I want to ask um, them if they have something that will help us, help him, pointing a chair, kill all the big baddies. But Fima, <clears throat> chair will just survive anything with the orcs and the goblins and blah, 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 blah. But what about the rest of us? We're all just uh, defenseless by comparison to such hordes. On a, him. on a scale of birds to golems, <laughs> are they... These dorks and they robins. Are, they're closer to golems, but not completely. Huh. They have brains. They, they, I would put them right above hyena men. Huh. I can handle that. Well, I'd still think them less than zombies, though. Ooh, that was rough. But huh. less, less than that, higher than hyena men. That's where I put them. Let's do it. So, Boone, I ask, I think, I think we should ask for is something to help us, help us collectively defeat the goblins and orcs. Can't we all get presents? Well, maybe, maybe. That's what I want to say. Mm. Let's see what they have to offer first, and then we can counter. You know, Barty, you're good at this boon bargaining thing. I think you take lead on this. Please. I've got this whole thing covered. (laughs) (laughs) I am well aware of the things that these people are in need of. (laughs) They've already said that they are very hesitant to give us any kind of weapon. Duh. Well, no weapons will harm them, so what's the point of if they give us weapons, it's not going to hurt them, so why not give us weapons? I want to put out on the table that we may have to ask for a defensive alternative. Ooh, or Boone could be take us to the direction of someone who can give us the offensive against goblins and orcs. I wish my shillelagh was pink. And um, you are and, not allowed to talk. And whenever, whenever I hit someone, I wanted to shoot ale into my mouth. <laughs> That's what I want. Also, I want it to glow in dark and mm, meow, <laughs> like a cat. I met a cat I the other day. I hate you so much. <laughs> we'll ask for all of those things. Jeff. You can list all of the things that you want for your shillelagh when we talk about our weapons. Definitely. So, um, I, 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 I see your point, Jamala, and I think that uh, Barty, when bargaining, keep in mind that if they say no to offense, try to lead them towards defense. I think our, for this boon, we should focus on us not dying between here and Traveler. Agreed. Okay. I go for the club hey, idea. Hey, Shut up. The best, the best offense. Best offense is chair. It's <laughs> <laughs> kitty cat meow meow the shillelagh. Oh. <laughs> oh no, he's naming his things. <laughs> this, this is not the day I looked forward to. Alright, so shall we break? Break! <laughs> I present to you Bartholomew Gleeman, the person to speak on our behalf. So. Chair walks up with him. (laughs) I hold back, Chair. You speak of a boon. 
What kind of boon do you actually have in mind? What would you ask of us? <laughs> what would we ask of you? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sure that you're aware, based on all of these wonderful crystals that are sitting next to you at all times, that you carry around with you at all times, that didn't used to exist here in this council chamber, that we are very, 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 very important people. <laughs> now... I have to ask they you. They all blush a little. <laughs> how important is it to you for us to possibly have some sort of even better act be performed prior to us leaving? How important is that to you? And suddenly, a few heads actually come close together. They whisper. <laughs> One final performance, should you say? I don't know. That, Let him do his work. That is insulting, sir. Are you it's, trying to gain a better boon by offering us pornography? Porn. Of course not. No, sir. I am simply saying, stating the fact that you, sir, have been enjoying some exploits by our party, and you, what? you would uh, be very remiss to deny this uh, final performance, should we say. I personally am offended. I have not taken part in these viewings, as they are apparently called. And I have Wait not a been to a single viewing party, and I have no interest in anyone who has seen a viewing or been to a viewing party. Well, then let me ask this. Of the gentlemen and women who have been privy to this viewing party, how important is it to you? Suddenly the heads turn again and start whispering amongst each other. One of them starts to talk before his friend pulls him back. The one in the center goes, I think you have your answer. We are the Council of Twelve. We are not influenced by such base impulses. Well, fine then. Take chair. <laughs> Could you go please walk up to the Council of Twelve and take all of the crystals away from them? Because it doesn't mean anything to them, right? What? Nobody's allowed to get that close to him for any reason whatsoever. <clears throat> and the guards stand in front. I try to get around them using my acrobatics. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Hey, Barney, what's going on? Oh, don't worry. It's all in the plan. All in the plan. He runs into them. <laughs> can, we, can we get a boat and go? Chair starts to run forward, trips, and slides. Oh. And runs into no. Thing. no, 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 no. No, we're going to ruin everything. No. Yeah, uh, I just wanted the boon. I didn't want conflict. Okay. No, Barney, you're fired. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Let me calm down. Calm down. Can I roll? Can I roll? Can I roll to see if I could possibly persuade these people? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting sick of this. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Persuasion. They're not the only ones are gonna have to persuade. Yeah. Oh, you guys are fine. <laughs> It'll just be another night in, you know, in the room of the Jamala Lefty experiment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Came when it counted. Critical? Let's see. Critical. And... Okay, so that's a D10 plus 9 plus 3, so 22. Persuasion. Fuck. The alchemist stands up and says... I believe that this still would qualify as an issue on the table that must be voted upon. <laughs> These votes can be done in silence, but it would also assuage our guests. Shall we? Vote away. One of the other ones stands up and says, I second that. The older man in the center sits down grumbling and says, fine. 
<laughs> a deliberation takes place. Something is being dropped on the table and then revealed all at the same time. There are seven white stones and two black stones and two stones that are not revealed. Or revealed as not even being there. So two people obviously abstaining. Vote passes. <laughs> oh, just calm down. Chair, if you could come on back and stand right next to me, my friend. Okay. And I duck my head into this cuddle party. What in the name of Tiamat's glistening tail all is going on here? I don't know what it looks like. to distrust this gleaming man. It's getting the community on our side for a better boon, so I'm not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna Gentle, get kitty cat meow meow? No, you're not gonna have kitty cat meow meow. Gentlemen and ladies, now since we've all decided, rightly so, that certain things are are good for the soul, <laughs> let me ask you: for this final performance, we are interested in uh, some weapons, some offensive weapons that will give us the upper hand of any orcs or any other baddies that would come, goons would come towards us, and we'd like to take care of them with any sort of weapons that, since you are such a, a wonderful and well-advanced people, I'm surely you could give us some wonderful weapons to be able to take on our way. I think we'll have to discuss this. Give us an hour. We'll call a recess, and we'll come back in an hour. Take your time, gentlemen. Thank you. Tell them about kitty cat meow meow. Don't tell them about kitty cat meow meow. <laughs> uh, also, for, for the record, Cher's about to get back on the ship, in case anybody's concerned about that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure that he's well taken care of. <laughs> but I'm making sure no one mentions that. <laughs> <laughs> kitty cat meow meow. After an hour, you guys are called back into the chamber. I think we've come to a resolution that will be very, very suitable for you. I think you might be very pleased with this. Well, what was your decision, gentlemen and ladies? We'll provide you with an army. An oh, army? Oh, oh, an army? Well, to clarify the means by which you can obtain an army of elves. Ooh. The elves have been trying to protect their lands in the valley for a long time, and they've slowly been overtaken by the orcs. If we can provide you with suitable letters of recommendation that you can provide them with assistance, they will formulate a strong plan as long as you are willing to help them and to actually drive these orcs from their lanes temporarily so that you can travel there freely. I've known some fine shelves. I can handle this. Ugh, not shelves. <laughs> Elves. <laughs> um, I don't understand. I love this idea. We can have powerful ally to help us defeat the bad guys and get on to where we need to go. And I can possibly learn more about natural magic along the way. Army of shelves! It's an army of shelves. <laughs> you ask Bartholomew Ulfgaard Gleeman to deliver and... You I give us an army. <laughs> I want, um, a... No. Meow, meow. He, he, we will come to compromise. I, I, pick, I point to your shillelagh that is now named Kitty Cat Meow Meow. And we will pretend that it is pink. And you will pretend every time you hit someone, it squirts alien. I look at the wizards. Can it do that for real, though? No. <laughs> and I point to the wizards. No. <laughs> 
One of them leans over and whispers to another one, and the other one starts nodding. <laughs> Apparently, conversation behind them has to can be assumed to be. That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Does Chair would... overhear that? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Chair will never get the credit. <laughs> Thank you, dear council members. So I am terribly sad to be leaving your illuminated aisle that this. It's a very, very, very generous offer. One of the women actually leans over and says, Not half as sad as we're going to be to see you two go. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, we're back before. Hello. Welcome to Melodala Edward III. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then we can have dinner before I depart. You seem so nice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sensing that further conversation might lead to horrible, horrible reactions from Jamala and Lefty. I uh, start to usher the group out of the door. Thank you very much, uh, Council of Twelve. Is there any more wisdom that you would like to, to uh, impart We need to, to know us? where... Uh, Demek is holding up a finger on one moment. Where are elves? Point in direction, please. Uh, we're, oh, yes. They, they, yes, very quickly. Very, very quickly. No more questions you'll after be, that. You'll be given the scrolls and your map's already been updated with the location of the elves. Updated? Is yes. this an RPG? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually you see on the map that the map that they gave you has two glowing spots on it on the map. It's like a Google map. <laughs> What's a Google? I fought one one time. It was slimy. <laughs> I hear they try very hard not to be yeah. evil, and it doesn't work. <laughs> they just devour, devour information and wear it as a cloak, <laughs> and they charge you. <laughs> Thank you, uh, thank you, Councilor Twelve. On behalf of, um, the people of Phallus the Tunneler, and the Dragonborns, and Tiamat, I thank you. I think this is a good idea. Farewell dinner. Sure. Uh, a party! Talk to our new friends. Do we want them to no, 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 at the no, same no, table no, no, as no, chair? No, 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 no talking. Yes, no one would want to do that. Uh, I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the pub. You guys crazy. <laughs> going to that. What are you so nervous about, Barty? Nothing. Let's go get ready for the journey. Now. <laughs> Stop coming up the works, Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> I just raise an eyebrow at Barty and walk out of the room. I'm already imagining fan art for this. (laughs) I can already see it. All this taco food has just made VMAC very hungry. Chair very thirsty. VMAC and Chair go to the pub. Oh, God. As everyone's leaving, I turn around towards the council, and I nod at them and wink at them and and say, Don't worry. It'll be worth it.
so the next morning, our heroes are greeted at the docks by an amazing crowd of well-wishers who went to see them off and wave, and it's almost like a parade. They're traveling down the streets, and the streets are lined with people, uh, many, many, many men clapping and cheering. And, and chairs <laughs> clapping and cheering, too, as he walks. <laughs> our heroes catch snippets from the crowd, groups of wizards talking amongst each other above the bedlam, and uh, just really kind of odd stuff that puzzles the girls, but... Barty seems to smile inwardly as he walks by. <laughs> I nod to each of them. One of them comes up to Barty. Well, a couple of them come up to Barty, but one of them grabs his hands and shakes it vigorously. That was excellent. Excellent. Oh, you that you part, liked it. Oh, the part where they were eating each other's ice cream. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts as well. That was fantastic. And, 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 oh my goodness, and the way they were, they are braiding each other, say, oh, how scandalous. It was, it was a pure stroke of genius. Mm, emphasis on the stroke. What happened after? That was cool. <laughs> that, was, that was really cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I nod at them and then quickly catch up to the group. <laughs> It seemed like they were so vicious before, but now they're all uh, little, they're all just so uh, cheerful. Yes, so strange. Well, you know, when you clean the pipes of thousands of mages. <laughs> what? <laughs> you make no sense, but you must be charming to someone, Barty. <laughs> I like him. You guys make it to the ship and. and what? No. No, I don't. Oh, right. I had a plan. I'm not getting so, on that. So, uh, nope. as, before this happens, as we approach the docks, to go, so, Cher, uh, I have a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. But it requires that you close your eyes. Cher mm-hmm. closes his eyes. Okay, and I pick you up. Mm-hmm. And I just carry him in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Robert was on this ship. <laughs> I, I can't thank you enough for getting me off the island and so i thought i'd provide you guys with some gifts so i used some of my clout and was able to procure a barrel of unending ale a barrel unending yes excellent however it can only provide so much per day and i've also given you that's not unending have you met chair quiet is appreciated. It's where we will stick, Chair. My eyes are closed, and I like everything I'm hearing. I also provided this, and he holds up a vial of green liquid. And this, if you add it to the ale, might help Chair's problem. Ah, you, sir, are very nice. <laughs> What's um, my problem? I had the... I, I, I had the, the barrel actually a little bit. It could have been unending all day, but I figured if I did that, then, then chair would, the chair would be useless. Ship. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, so that's why you can celebrate when needed, but wake him up the next day if wanted. <laughs> Thank you. Ale? Ale. Your eyes closed, or you get no ale. Eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. He gives Lucy a hug and wishes that she were would change her mind again about leaving with you, but uh, understands that she can make her own decisions now, and at some point she's going to have to become queen of her island again. And then he gets off the ship, and it's time for you all to cast off. I quickly take chair down below and have Barty carry in the unending ale. Yes. And I prepare a mug with the ale, and I put a little bit of the green stuff in. I'm like, okay, chair, open eyes. We're on a boat. Drink this. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Yes. You're only going to yes. be at sea for a few days. You do have a chance to take a look at the map. The map is taking you to a coastline somewhat to the northeast of your position. Wait, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Who's sailing the ship? You all are. Oh, God. Under the oh. direction Should of... Should I be rolling a competency? Uh, under the uh, direction of Lefty. Yeah, she would have the most skill. Ah. Oh, that's right. She is a pirate queen. Yeah. But she never left the island. Oh. But she did learn how to She was taught by her father how ships and sailing and all that works. I can yeah. probably tell and, people what to do. And the trip over to the island with Richard was more than adequate enough to get her going. I mean, probably really bad storms. You guys are going to be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. But while on the boat, Lefty is in charge. Basically, it's her boat. And now that uh, chairs are vomiting all over the place, we can all be hands on deck. Tell me to do stuff! <laughs> you take a look at the map, and you're going to a place called uh, Utai, and there's the coastline of Utai has scribbled in it, handwritten, no, and in parentheses, then die. That's where you've got to go. That's the closest way to get to where the two dots are on the map. So, closest way is to go to a place where men die. Yeah. So we will be sending Lefty and Jamala. <laughs> Are you sure that that's... It's his men. I am man. He is male. <laughs> I am sure. And, and Barty is man, so... Uh... I'm all man. I, what if that just means person? Sometimes It's a very a sexist world, and sometimes they just say men, and they mean everybody. She's right. Hmm. Well, if there's one thing we can all agree on, Chair is not man. No, Chair. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll figure it out. It's we can figure every. We have fought stupid golems, stupid undead, stupid birds, stupid hyenas. We can take anything. So this is a place in the water that we're passing? No, it's no, on, it's, it's a, on the land. Yeah, it's got an arrow drawing it saying, no men die. No, but no... No men die. Yes. Then. Oh, so we're immortal there. No. <laughs> it's definitely written like, no, men die. It's just very oh. hastily scribbled on there. V-Max does not choose to believe that. <laughs> Did you guys know that the ale actually runs out every day at a certain point? Yes. <laughs> and you open it up, and there's nothing in there, and then there's more the next day? Yes. Isn't that cool? I wish it just always had ale. I'm glad it doesn't. Hmm. Then you would have alcoholism problem. <laughs> like I have talking problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you funny talk. <laughs> I'm gonna go climb up to the top of this thing. <laughs> oh god. Climb up into the crow's nest. Whoa, it's high! <laughs> After a so few you're gonna short... be able to get down from there. No! <laughs> <laughs> the ale barrel's filled up. <laughs> so we determined in a previous episode that I can lift chair? Yes. We can trick him once the barrel is full again. Yeah, or no. once we tell him the chair, barrel is chair full Chair will again. come down for ale. <laughs> <laughs> if not, he can just sleep up there. <laughs> so, uh, fair weather and a few days later, oh, good. you start to see the coast of Utah, and it is hideous to behold. Ah. It's basically a short beach. There's palisades sporadically spaced. 
You can see the bones of dead people and wrecked ships across the coast. You see the cliff faces that kind of encircle it almost like a crescent moon. And you see makeshift palisades and barriers and wooden deformed towers with skulls stacked onto it. Well, isn't and then pleasant? through the middle of this kind of crescent-shaped cliff is the only pathway into the land that you guys can see. Hmm. And the rest of the coastline away from this is all cliff face. Lefty, do you feel uh, up for sailing into this narrow passage? Oh, you can't sail into that. You can only go up to the beach. Ah. Does our big ship have a tiny boat attached to it? Yes, it has a dinghy. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Your <laughs> father wasn't so good with the terminology. <laughs> we didn't really need words. There's also... Uh, Just <laughs> There are also pockets of black smoke, like campfires or some sporadic burnings of some sort. We need strategy. There. Have we been here before? No. Because it looks like something we did. And we don't know if those it does. Are it really does. It's it's burnt black death. <laughs> Is it ominous black smoke? Like, do we know those are the orcs? Or are we just going straight for the elves? It's unlikely that elves would have left a place like this and lived here and set up campfires here. Why is everyone so quiet? <laughs> Why don't we go over there and uh, smack whatever did that with kitty cat meow meow? I kind of want to do a. I guess that'd be a, a, a wilderness knowledge. Okay. For uh, what I know about orcs and whatnot. Okay. It's gonna be modified, but total of eight. Okay. Orcs have a horrible reputation of just being death monitoring beings. As far as you know, all the tales told of orcs as they come down out of their mountains or their holes or uh, spring up from the ground, rape, murder, pillage and leave for no rhyme or reason. They are just beings that just relish killing, murdering and hurting things. This looks very orcish. Very orcish. I say we do our best to avoid them. Uh, he's a good plan. Is uh, there anything on the map that indicates that we could go around this beach specifically? No. We are going to have to sneak in somehow. I don't think we can sneak in with a boat. No. But... Part of our boon, huh? We could well, just, I don't know, send Charon by himself. No, no, no. Something like this will result in not getting Chair back, and that is something, while maybe good in short run, in long run we will need him. I agree. And I, I like him. Yeah, I like you too. Hug him. <laughs> Hug him back. <laughs> Oh. I pat chair on the head. No. Because we bonded after drinking and it's telling true. stories. I kinda like grab you and include you in the hug. But um, not as much as I'm hugging the We're gonna need to we're gonna need to Crows before host. Crows? <laughs> <laughs> what happened you say? I thought you didn't like crows. I think you said bros before said, crows. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. We <laughs> need to park boat outside and we're going to need to sneak in with dinghy. And what? The <laughs> <laughs> problem is, I don't know if Dingy will be able to handle all of us. <laughs> no, I can handle yeah, a lot. No, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, it can hold three times the amount. I mean, these boats are actually, they're large boats. Oh, so the, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not like a little canoe for three people. I mean, they're right, meant that's for what I was boarding imagining. or landing and okay. things like that. So. No, wait, go back to my dinghy? Uh, I am going to smack you. <laughs> You know, new plan, you go by yourself. <laughs> I think we're going to need distraction of some kind. I can do it. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
fire to the boat. <laughs> Let's, why don't you, you know, you guys are really good at setting fires. Jamal, as we're sailing onto the beach, can you send a, a beam of light to the section far away from where we're going to land the boat? Uh, well. That kind of range would be difficult. Yeah, that's a bit far for me to be able to set anything on fire. Jennifer was actually the He was high the row. long range, yeah. <laughs> Chair's raising his hand. Oh, Chair, do you oh, have any oh, idea? Oh, wolf bear. Wolf bear. Wolf bear is a good distraction. I miss the taco chips. I miss the taco chips, too. We all miss the taco chips. Wolf bear could have them running around, and then we can land where he is not. No, I meant I miss him. (laughs) There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> you will see Wolf Bear in a little bit. Yay! How far away can I cast Wolf Bear? You can cast him and he can make his way over there. Yeah. He can just like even walk under the water and then just emerge. He can walk on the water, he's a spirit. Oh well, that's right. I just don't want his kind of glow to cast off on us and so they'd see us. Right. I want two separate trajectories that they can't really figure out. I know they're orcs. Mm-hmm. So they're a little derp derp up here. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they're going to go, wait, I see one of them will actually pass that perception check. Yeah. <laughs> go, I saw something. I'm not following that because all of you are. How intense mm-hmm. is uh, Wolf Bear's glow? Is it enough that... It's maybe- if we sneak in at night... He'll be quite obvious. Especially if someone does a Blessing of the Seven Winds and kind of hides the moon. Do it. Let's do it that at night. Would, that sounds that, that good. That kind of range is really difficult. For is me. it? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, move some clouds around, and so... Yeah, it's still miles up in the air. That is true. I could maybe, um, use my Thunder of Judgment and maybe smack something with some lightning. See, they would somewhere. see where that came from, though, is my well, fear. Yeah, you can't see any way of making this completely unobserved. Right. But spreading out their attack gives you a better chance of survival. Okay, so here is plan. Here is plan. Jamila and I are going to be working on the distractions, while Lefty, Barty, and Chair, primarily Chair, are going to be worried about rowing the boat to get us there. The moment we are close to the shore, Chair is going to stop rowing, and we're going to focus on Lefty and Barty rowing, because Chair is going to need to be ready the moment we hit the shore. Kitty cat meow meow. And he is going to need to protect us as we are approaching the shore. At which point, Barty is going to be trying to find us a path as Mr. Sneaky Sneaky. That sounds good to me. And at that point, we just try to sneak our way along. Jamala causing some fires and me having people follow Wolf Bear around. His plan? 
His plan. Sounds good to me. Sounds as good as we can hope for in this good. situation. No, we wait till night. How do you row a boat? Oh, they will show us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to anchor this boat way offshore so that the right. right, can't get it, right? Yeah. Well, we want they them to not... There. They know that it's there? Yeah, they have our... You can see that beach. They can see you on yeah. the So yeah. we're going to go look real like we were... Er, oop, wrong way. Uh-huh. And then uh, park out of... Park anchor out of view. Okay. So you can't see the coast anymore. Right. You know it's that way. It's going to be a long row. That's why... So. Like, pretty much we'll have to start... Right before sunset, start yeah, rolling. in order to get there before dawn and make your right. attack. And so it happens that night falls. You've had enough of your nine to five. So you grab your stuff and start to drive. Cause tonight you will play in a new founded campaign where you don't Yes, tonight you're with friends And until the journey ends You are braver and stronger Why can't this night last longer? You've got the stacks, they've got the die You roll your stacks as they get high Roll three eighteens, your lucky night You hope you will get in a fight And oh across the water as you guys are lowering yourselves down into the boat into the water v-mag summons the wolf bear wolf bear stands on the water as summoned and there's very little communication between them they have a bond where they understand each other and wolf bear runs off into the night you don't even see him he just kind of runs off and disappears i like wolf bear and um you guys start rowing towards shore Hours pass until you can actually start to see the fires off in the distance of where the uh, coastline is. My you... arms are going to be chilly by the time. Oh, that's why George here is doing most of the work. 
What's your constitution or your stamina? Uh, uh, stamina is 17. Uh, he has no trouble with this. <laughs> he's over there. He's just like, this is so Like I said, <laughs> I know how to delegate the hard work to the workhorse. <laughs> I actually do a lot of rolling, too. I have a stamina of 16. Nice. <laughs> so you guys striding off and doing your rowing, and it's maybe a couple hours before dawn. For the first light of dawn, you can see kind of the uh, eastern horizon. It's starting to get a little paler, but it's still quite dark where you're at. Uh, this is point. Are we close enough for yeah. lightning assault? Okay. What sort of objects do I see that would be good targets? From this point, you can actually see a lot of, like I said, those palisades that are basically sharpened stake fences kind of aimed towards the uh, water. You can see a lot of those. You can see some uh, barricades set up and some miniature towers in the cliff face. Up against the cliff face, you actually see greater towers of makeshift wood and stuff like that with sections where you can actually see movement of creatures behind there. Uh, you see a lot of torches and stuff lighting the place up. You see bonfires built along the coast so that it's nearly impossible for any kind of invader onto the coast to be able to go there unseen by those bonfires. Like, those bonfires are there deliberately placed <laughs> between palisades, between towers, so that anybody running up the coast is easily going to be seen. Like, if they're trying to run to the left of a palisade, but to the right of this tower, they're going to pass within the, the light of these bonfires. <laughs> so. Okay, well, the bonfires um, are definitely on my attack list. Uh, let me do some winter strike on the fire. And then I attack. You, yes, you, you lightning away from us, so they think that is where the assault is taking place. Can we see Wolfbear? Yeah, he's just kind of keeping pace with you off in the distance. He's kind of a blue blob of light. I pretty much indicate for him to attack the tower. Like, just like run around and confuse yeah. them. He starts running forward, and suddenly everything just erupts into flaming arrows and catapults and, and javelins. Just wow. fire out, out of these uh, towers. Over to How do we send wolf bear? You actually see uh, pieces of the beach lift up, and orcs climb out of it and start throwing stuff at wolf bear. So, like, little spider holes. <laughs> Holy ball sacks! <laughs> that would have really sucked. <laughs> Just saying. It's where men die. Where <laughs> men die. Okay, how about you do that wind thing? <laughs> I'm gonna do an arctic blast onto the nearest fire. Okay, roll it. Jamala, don't <clears throat> fuck up this roll. I'll try my best, dearest. We're, <laughs> we're gonna be really fucked. That would be a 10. On a Casting effect. D12. Okay, go ahead and roll effect. You, you slightly missed, but if the effect's big enough, you'll actually still get it within the area of effect. <laughs> Two. Okay, so a blast of wind circles around and kicks up a bunch of sand and dust and flies just to the right of one of the... Um, and it's Arctic blast, so it's... it's yeah, it's cold, yeah, but it, it just kind of yeah. blows and fizzles right past the uh, yeah. fire, so... Ugh. So, well, since that didn't work, V-Mac, you're pulling all the strings here. Should I divert to my, uh... Duh, duh. All right, let's do this then. Cool. I rolled a... 12 plus 3 is a 15. It hits right where you aimed at it. So roll Which your effect. Far away from the other stuff. Yeah. Here's hoping good we don't have Good a, job. It's about a, time. This is your Navy attacking. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping they don't 13. have. Like, they have a lot of. Oh, fuck. I'm really afraid that they're like, wait, there's attacks here, 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 here. None from here. Go yeah. there. <laughs> uh, no. 13. So a blast of energy. Basically, it's a thundering strike. 
doesn't really have that much visual impact until it hits the ground and lightning and stuff explode out of the ground. Big balls of dust from the <laughs> sand. So it kind of looks like a bomb just blew up on the beach. <laughs> oh my god. That, that, that one doesn't usually work that well. <laughs> it looks much different on sand than it ever did anywhere else. Much more dramatic there. Oh man. That would be awesome if it like heated up the sand and sent glass everywhere. So, <laughs> no, it's yeah. not that hot. Oh, it's more of a concussion. Yeah. Thunder is a explosion oh, right. of concussions. So. How's, uh, how's Wolfbear faring? I mean, I know he's incorporeal, but yeah, I'm more... Yeah, he's incorporeal. There's just shooting at him, and he actually makes it look like he's dodging or even maybe getting hit a little bit. You know, He's actually kind of putting on a show. Nice. When it gets really heated up, he hides behind a palisade. So that all the arrows are hitting up against the palisade, and then he tries to make a break for another side. And good doggy, <laughs> very good doggy. You guys are pulling up to the beach, or maybe just a couple yards away. I'm gonna try to do the the arctic blast on the thing again. Okay. Ten. Okay. Roll effect. Five. Again, you miss, and it goes wide. Just kind of blasts again. Another column of beach sand and debris. As you get closer to the beach, you actually see bodies of armored men and stuff. You know, like the, the bones of armored men trapped against palisades that are under the water. You see knights' swords, shields, lances. There's actually a, a shield kind of stuck on a palisade that's just like a tower shield just kind of bobbing up and down. I grab it. <laughs> I grab the tower shield. <laughs> yes. And I put it at the front of the boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do another lightning. Okay, roll it. Uh, the way the beach is laid out, we've got the one tower, and then we've got where I hit the lightning with, and is there another portion of land that I should distract them with, or should I just hit it in the same place? Just any other place at this point, because you can't even really see what's shooting so much as this stuff is coming from this direction, okay. which looks like everywhere, you know? You've seen little pockets of orcs kind of popping out of the sand, throwing things, and then those things close back up. But before you can see it pop back open again, something else has happened over here that's caught your eye. And another group had popped up out of the hole. So as you get closer to shore, you see more and more of that, but nothing distinct. So it's kind of like, there. And, and there we go. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. That was a critical failure. Oh. That's more like it. <laughs> uh, she aims the blast forward and she stands there for a second. Everybody looks to wait for this. Dramatic explosion and off to their back left, the water just explodes like something had just big and heavy and forceful had just smashed into the water behind them. Small wave actually pushes the boat forward some, and you guys are actually kind of riding a wave up to the shore. Oh, let's hold off. Let's watch. We need to You're be seconds, seconds away from the shore when the chair chairs bracing the tower shield. Good chair. It just starts. Regularly, I mean, even a solid like thunk from something much heavier than an arrow, like a, a lance or something. So you guys actually come close to the shore. You see a small group of probably six to eight orcs come out of a spider hole with spears and swords. I'm and trying to arctic wit blast right yeah, in there. Yeah, as they're coming out, I want to throw a dagger into there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that would be a fifteen. You hit it dead center right into right into the group. <laughs> that would be a 12. Okay. So the orcs have to roll a strength. One. One stands up. Two stand up. Two down. Three down. Four down. Five down. 
One more stands up. So you knock down four of them. Three of them kind of brace themselves against the blast when Barty tosses his dagger at them. <laughs> Barty? Uh, I rolled a four plus five, so that's a nine. Okay. The dagger goes wide and hits some of the palisades on its path towards them, so between you and them. So it's actually, you can run. As you run forward, if you were going to charge straight for them, you guys would actually be able to grab it and pick it back up again. Excellent. Uh, do I have a window for my tap dad at the moment? Oh, no, you got a window. All right. 13 plus 3, 16. Another dead hit. And effect is Seven plus three is... Uh, again, a big explosion of sand and sound and force. The one closest to you guys actually stumbles forward a bit but keeps charging. The other two that were still standing have gotten knocked away. One of them actually gets knocked over the palisades and rolls over the other side of it and is just like face first into the ground. He's starting to kind of pick himself up. You guys are still on the boat? Uh, Chair is getting off the boat. Chair? Yeah, for I'm sure we're going to come get yeah. off the boat. Right. Are you leaving the shield or taking the shield? Uh, I'm taking the shield. You actually have to hold this shield the wrong way, sideways, because of how short you are compared to the shield. Yeah. But it more than adequately yeah. covers you. So I, I'm holding the shield long ways at this point as <laughs> I get off the boat, and I go just charging at this orc to... Just body check him with this shield. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm running behind chair to have the shield also protect me in some way. Okay. My and natural instinct is to do the same, but I'm wondering, now that those guys are gone, how badly is this arrow situation? Pretty bad. You'd want to get behind these palaces. Okay. 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 Let's follow. Hmm. So I was just like, a strength. Should we lift the boat and use it as a shield bad? It's too heavy for the three of you guys to just carry by yourself. Strength Are check, you right? sure about that? Well, if VMAC Says was 17 helping. strength VMAC? Oh, if VMAC was going to help. Then, well, VMAC yeah. is still with Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yes, you guys could actually. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a strength okay, check, Okay, let's right? do that. Yeah. Very nice, thank you. That is a strength check of 10 to hit okay. this guy with the shield. He's starting to bring himself back up, and he sees you coming, and he tries to lift his spear to check your attack, but he's hindered on the ground, so that's minus 3, plus 4, 7... So as he comes forward, he, you see this kind of panicky orc bring his spear up. Chair checks him and forces him into the palisade. Rolled strength for damage at a plus five. Two for the shield and three for the palisade. Twelve. You just drive him into this thing. All you guys kind of see is like this orc's arm and head over top of the chair's shield. And he just gets slammed into it. Black blood just pops out of its mouth and its eyes just go big. Oh, I was going to say, oh, its head is exposed? Party! Yeah. <laughs> but apparently there, that's there any... a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any orcs left in the hole? That was the one getting up. There's several of those orcs that were knocked to the ground. They're getting back up, even scrambling for their weapons when they dropped them when they were hit by those two attacks. So there's plenty still of this should group. V should VMAC at this point do a strength check to lift the boat with yeah. these two? Should... Yeah. Want to help me lift the boat, girls? Yeah, sure. Oh, VMAC is useless. Uh -oh. Critical uh -oh. one. Actually, you don't roll it. What's your combined lifting capacity? Oh, yeah. lifting capacity. Yeah, you're going to roll more of a dexterity check to make your way up oh. the beach while carrying uh, this My thing. carrying capacity is 255. Okay. So, yeah, you easily take the back end of the boat, the heaviest part of the boat, by yourself. Okay. God, you carry a shit ton. <laughs> <laughs> I carry 75. Oh, is that lifting load or okay. carry load? Uh, a 97.5 carry load, but a 195 lifting load. 
Yeah. So between the two of you guys, you've got the front. It's heavy, but you can do it. So my lifting load is 150. So yeah, but it's not lifting; it's the carrying. Ah, okay. Otherwise, you'd be extremely overburdened. Oh, carry load? Yeah. On oh, 127.5. Oh. Yeah, you can still handle it. You're just slower. It's like uh, you're going to be. In, yeah. You're going to be inhibited a bit, but yeah, it'll still get you cleanly up through the palisades and somewhat protected. So we're carrying the boat into the palisades so that we can hide and dodge behind trees, I take it? There's no trees. The trees are blasted stumps. Palisade is basically, if you can imagine like a wooden fence of like stakes and then Mm -hmm. tilt it at 45 degrees towards something. That's what a palisade is. It's a defensive structure meant to keep horses from charging Charging. things. Mm So, Barty, what are you doing? I'm pulling out my rapier and trying to stab as many of them as I can as they're trying to get to their weapons. Right behind chair. Okay, so charge like forward and make an attack. Bar- chair Barty combo. Okay. Oh. Make an attack test, please. Alrighty. So, my rapier, it's a d12 plus four. That's a solid weapon. That was a nine. <laughs> so, 13 attack. God. These guys are still kind of scrambling out of the sand. Otherwise, you would have failed that miserably. But he just goes, oh, look, stab, stab, yeah, stab. Basically. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes, grandma. <laughs> he, he moves forward. The first orc comes up. He's still searching for his weapon, sees Barty coming, pulls out a dagger to parry it with, and uh, Barty sweeps it to the side and stabs him into the shoulder and roll on a damage test with uh, okay. your right there. I got a eight. An eight. It was armor defeating, so... Okay, so he's going to take a wound. <laughs> and he falls back, clutching his shoulder where the wound is at. Howls and some sort of strange barking howl. You can actually just drive home another attack while he's on the ground. Okay. So, oh, oh, that was a four roll plus four, so that's eight. And roll damage. He okay. Completely armor defeating oh. again. I got a seven. You... Pulls his sword out and just rides it right through him again. And this time it clutches the actual sword, spasms for a bit, and then just kind of passes out. Excellent. I take his dagger. You guys are still moving towards the first palisades. Arrows are firing down onto this boat. The two in front have to kind of keep it low to keep it from you know hitting your feet and stuff. But you actually make it up to one of the um, middle Palisade. So you've actually gained uh, about half the beach up to where Chair and them are at. Okay, let's so. set up base camp and start doing some uh, magic attacks. Any live orcs near me? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, there's still six more. Where are the most of them? Right by Barty. Right by Barty. So we're putting the boat down. The two of us are going to focus on attacking the people firing yeah, arrows at us. Yes, Jamila and I are going to focus on the ranged attacks. Well, Lefty, you help Cher and Barty kill the ones around us. Can you, like, lean the boat on to the palisade so that it's creating some sort of a shelter? Yeah, it would be very uncomfortable for VMAC. Because oh, okay. it would not give him uh, very much room to move oh, around Oh, yeah, then. that would be... What now, when it? you put this thing down on the beach, you see it's covered in black arrows and javelins. Oh. The closest orc to me in that cluster by Barty, what position is he in? He's almost to his feet. He's got a shield and a club. All right. And I'm going to try and check him with the shield. Okay. Nope. Three. You charge forward with the shield, and he brings up his shield, and you just kind of hammer into each other. Okay. So it's like a rhino hitting a rhino. Okay. Now, I imagine that if I have my hand over hand on the straps, I'm going to try and force him down as hard as I can. Roll strength. (sighs) 
Doing it. Three. If he succeeds, I wanted to stick him. I did not succeed. He did not succeed. Actually, the Damn orc it. starts to push chair down. Oh, can I turn and quickly and stick him? In oh the yeah. Back? yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and make your attack. Excellent. Do 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 do. <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, four. Uh, twelve. Run him through. I'm yeah, a just roll damage. He's not even defending against you because he's totally yeah. focused on chair. Oh, yeah. It's a nine. So, eleven. Eleven. Ooh, good. He drives his sword basically through the middle of this orc's back. You guys really can't see the effect of it, but he drives it up to the hilt, pulls it out immediately. This thing just drops to its knees and chair just pushes him because he's already pushing him. Yeah. Just continues onward forward and crushes him down into the sand. Yes. Awesome. I give Chair the thumbs up. <laughs> I also thumbs up. Um, I'm, I'm digging Chair. Team Barty and yeah. Chair. What's your detection level or perception level? I have a perception level of four. My value okay. is 12. Do you have a detection skill? Absolutely zero. No? Okay. What about you, Barty? Do you have a spot? No. I have perception, but... Yeah. And it's even lower level than Chair's. Damn. Are you wearing armor? Barty? Yeah. Well, I, unless I got something from the mages, I would assume the nicest thing that they possibly had in terms of armor, that's what probably Vardy would be wearing at this point. Okay. So would he have gotten anything that would be of that caliber? No, they don't just, like, give away magic armor. I'm not, just I'm, for, I'm not saying yeah. magic armor. I'm saying, like, just, you know, any mail or chain or, you know, any, any mithril. I no. mean, we had that big shopping spree. Wouldn't you have picked up some? Well, I imagine yeah. you would have picked it up something lighter than mithril or chain or something like that. Lighter but... than mithril? <laughs> Nothing's lighter than mithril. <laughs> mithril doesn't exist in this world now, <laughs> yet. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, like a lighter, like a cloth or a leather armor or something like that. But the effect, you're not wearing like a suit of armor no. is the, no, the point. No, no, no. You'd be no, wearing no, like a like... vest of mail or something like that, right? Y- yes, assumedly. <laughs> Yes. Uh, all I have in my armor listing is a padded cloth jerkin, but I'm sh- assuming that he would get something better than that at right. the Isle of Mages. Right. He could get something better, but I'm, like I said, I'm more concerned about like the style of the armor. It's not something like like he doesn't walk around looking like an, a soldier no. or a fighter. No, definitely yeah. not. No, yeah. it's so loose. It's, more... it's loose. You know, but it's it's protective, but it's relatively loose on his body and okay. good looking. Yes, so, definitely shiny. So and it would have a low stats. armor class, but high protection, though, is what I'm looking at. Yes. Because yes. it's not covering a whole lot of his body, mm-hmm. but the parts that it is covering yeah. is important. Right. Excellent, okay. yes. Which is really bad when you get kneecapped in the back by an orc. Oh, oh fuck. And you do. Is there... Uh... You're going to roll a strength test. Okay. This is a deliberate type of attack, so... All right, so that's a d12. Mm-hmm. High fives I in the middle of a battle a against big orcs. Se- bad idea. Seven. You still get hit. You drop to one knee. Basically, this orc comes up behind you. You guys don't even hear his footsteps. He just comes up behind you, whacks you in the back of your left knee. As I'm giving Chair the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm responding with the thumbs up when I see this. (laughs) Yes. Can I react? (laughs) Yes, but uh, he's still got to take damage. You're going to take uh, six points of damage. Okay. Yeah, right, I so kind of see chair going. Oh, I'm just launching over. Yeah, I'm at I'm at five points now. Kitty, okay. Kitty, kitty. Now we've put the boat down. Do we see this happening? I've seen you guys at this particular point in it. You have put the boat down. You're scrambling under the palisades. You've got a whole bunch of barrage of arrows hitting you. Nobody's poking their heads up and looking at anything just yet. Vmax, Vmax, yeah, Vmax is talking about the plan and 
So all of this is happening within the scope of six seconds. Tell me when chair can go. Chair can go. All and right. And then we're going to resolve. <laughs> chair, because I've got this shield pushed into this orc, right? Yeah. I go charging with kitty cat meow meow <laughs> at this orc, just bounding at him okay. for an attack. Mm-hmm. And uh, I assume that he's in a position where uh, he is good to receive one as he just gave one out. Yeah, he's actually reaching up to pound Barty in the back of the head with his club. The move was to bring him down onto his knees so he could crush his head. Yeah, well, I'll crush his fucking head. Thanks, chair. It's good to have a chair around. For 12. Okay, armor defeating. Sweet. He can't defend. I mean, you're only rolling against his armor at that point. For 10 damage. 10 damage? Chair just it whacks him right in the head. His face turns to the right. Several orc teeth go spitting out, and he just falls backwards. <laughs> you guys have softened him up, by the way, with all these explosions. These guys, yeah, they're, are, they're, they really should take a lot more damage than right. this, but they're pretty shaken and messed up. And they're not all dead. Like right. this guy in particular, he's not dead. He's just not getting up. <laughs> I throw my arm to Barty and lift him up. Okay. You stand up on your knee, and uh, by the way, you've got a wound on that knee. Um, oh, I do? Yeah. So you've got one wound. Anything that's going to deal with like acrobatics or climbing until that wound is healed is going to be at a minus one. So as soon as you get up, you start to put weight on that knee, and you almost fall down again when you realize, damn, he fucked me up. So running, anything like that? You'll have to make a dexterity test depending on the situation. Okay. It's going to be a minus one whenever you do. Excellent. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or not thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back at the Palisades, uh, the three of them are hiding behind a barrage of arrows. Um, is there anything that seems like I totally have to attack this? There's a bunch of people. I need to shoot an avenging light or a thunderbolt or perhaps uh, an invocation of ice and fire. Something that I absolutely must attack. You can't see anything without pushing your head out around the palisades to look over. I kind of summon Wolf Bear to come back. Okay. So he's hanging out with us. Yeah. And the whole idea is he's going to, right before Jamala sticks her head out to kind of blast something, Wolf Bear's going to stick out and kind of run at them. When they kind of veer away, that way they're focusing more on a glowing Wolf Bear running at them. Okay. Also, I may have a hand mirror in my pack because I want to look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you use the hand mirror to figure out where the firing's coming from before Wolf Bear runs out so you can cast the spell. Yes. Okay. It's a good plan. Did anyone see the violence that happened over there with us? Or no, they didn't see any of it. They have no idea what's going on over there. Right. Uh, at how this far point, away are they from us? Not far. They're just out of eyesight. Ah. And the arrows can't go attack them because of the other orcs that are firing. I mean, they could accidentally hit those orcs and wind up killing the very creatures that are sent to try and stop these two. So, Jamal pulls out a mirror and kind of looks over where she wants to shoot. You can see most of the uh, firing is coming from a tower just ahead of you on the beach, but just slightly to the right. Alright, I feel that if I can attack that tower, that would be ideal. Uh, I can have Wolf Bear attack tower. Distract them. I don't want to get shot in the face with arrows. While I'm attacking it, I mean, I could... No, I mean, like, Wolf Bear can run towards tower. And take all the arrows. Duh. As an aside, Lucy, you're probably thinking to yourself at this point, you're absolutely no use at this palisade, but being up there with the guys would probably be a better fight, so... 
Yep. Can I just run down there? Yeah, once the firing is gone, once yeah. Wolfbear pulls off his distraction, you'll probably have a few seconds to make a run for it. I could use Avenging Light to uh, hit this tower, only because it's my most effective spell, statistically. <laughs> well, let me know when ready and I'll send Wolfbear. Go, do it now. Wolfbear, go! Uh, lefty, wait a few seconds, then go. Okay. I send off Wolfbear to kind of run off like we planned. Okay. big the area effect is. 12 again. 12 again. Okay. So if you're looking at the tower from your position, just to the far right side of it, the, the back right section of it just explodes as part of this column of forceful air hits it. Some of the torches actually get knocked off inside the tower. You can see something catch fire within it as several of the archers start scrambling out and diving off of this thing. They hit the ground with their crossbows and their quivers and kind of take up position next to another set of palisades and you know that whole fun ground spell that i was using uh, yeah how would that do with sand I don't know until you try it <laughs> let's try oh well seven roll um effect oh 13. you don't really see what happens it doesn't seem to have an effect it's too dark, too far away for you to see, like, what's actually happening to the consistency of the sand. You see some of the orcs kind of look around like, what the fuck is going on? But you don't see them reacting too dramatically to it. It's got a little muddy over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lefty, as you're running across the thing, you run right past an arrow as it goes firing right in front of you. And it hits a rock that's actually in the beach. Close, but just kind of something that surprises you as you're running through it. And you oh. see what you come across is chair fighting next to a limping bardy. And this is what you see. 
two orcs are attacking. One's attacking Chair, the other's attacking Barty. I'm gonna go attack the one that's attacking Barty since he appears to be limping. Okay, I have to resolve the orc attack first. This is happening as you're approaching. Barty, go ahead and roll defense. And because it's dexterity, it's got part of it's dexterity gonna be a minus one, so roll to parry. Okay, so it's dexterity? It's reaction to parry, but reaction is based off oh. dexterity, so. Okay, so reaction, let's see, D- and what position are okay is this where chair and barty left yeah. off so we're like pretty much side by side yeah. yeah i rolled a six for reaction okay do you have a parry i don't have a parry skill no you don't and your rapier doesn't have a parry modifier so that was a six against a nine okay this one actually connects with your chest Ooh. so it's not arm defeating this time what do you want to call that thing that i'm wearing a light chain vest. It's got a AC of 4, a PR of 8, and a DC of 5. Stealth is minus 2 because it's chain and it jangles. Okay. So you're going to take 8 points of damage minus your armor's protection rating. The PR number I gave you? Yes, so 0. Nice. So you took a hit right in your armor and you're okay. <laughs> Excellent. Chair, on the other hand. Thank God for the Isle of Mages. What's coming Light at? chain vest. What's coming at me? Roll to parry or block or whatever. or dodge. However, chair wants to roll. Uh, no one chair. It's he's just gonna keep on rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> gonna do some acrobatics to dodge this shit. Ooh. I got a five for acrobatics. You aren't wearing armor. No sir. What 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 weaponry is coming at me? A spike club. So take uh, seven points of damage. Boom. That's uh, nothing. <laughs> not yeah. for chair. Ouch. But yeah. Ow. It's not even your wound threshold. No, not even close. Not even. So yeah. One of the spikes gets you right across the stomach. It hurt. You got this thing in your head like, that motherfucker. Can I respond or no? No. Okay. Barty gets to respond first. Cool. Alrighty. And you, Lucy, you see them kind of back to back with the palisade on one side. So it's only able to have like one orc attack at a time. So. Can I sneak around the other side of the orc and oh, get them? Oh, there's two more orcs waiting. Oh, sweet. Uh. <laughs> Just find one and stick them. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay, Marty, go so, ahead and roll your attack. Or did you? Okay, yeah, I rolled a, uh, an 8 plus 4, so that's 12. Okay, you hit. Roll uh, damage. 6 plus 2, 8. Okay, you hit another orc, and you get this way in the leg. He drops down to one knee. Chair. Can I stick him in the face? I want to stick him in the face. You can on your next action. All right. I am going to kitty cat meow meow this motherfucker. Uh, Give him some chin music, chair. Chin music. Attack for 10. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, wait. This guy defended against chair. What? Boom. So what? I hit his shield or some shit? No. That spike club he just ripped you with? Yeah. You came flying up to hit him straight into the gut. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, he catches it with one hand. Well, kind of catches it, but it hurts his hand. Yeah. So he lets it go, but he stops it from hitting him. And it's like, it's a mailed hand, but it's still, you can see him winch from it. But There's eight damage behind kind of, that. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not going to do anything against the armor, but it gotcha. was enough for him to, like, respect that. Damn. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Uh-oh. he just caught that bat with his hand. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> All right. Lucy, you're in it. 
awesome. I'm attacking. Which one are you attacking? The two that they're fighting or the other two? If I attack the two that they're fighting, can the other two still get to me? Yes. Like, can we just weed our way through them as a team, or does it make more sense to attack separately? The other two, Marty and Chair don't even see you coming, so they have no plan for you. Okay, point. I'm going to attack one of the miscellaneous ones. Okay, go ahead and roll attack. They don't even see you coming. They're so engrossed in what's happening. So you get a free attack. You're kind of a surprise element. Nice. I got 16 for attack. Jesus. Holy monkey. Yeah. So he looks up right as you come forward. And Derp! That's a sword coming for my face. She's a purdy. <laughs> <laughs> Roll damage. Lord. 12. I hope he's... 12? Yeah. So as he looks up and sees you coming, he kind of, for a second, doesn't seem to realize what's coming. And then when he looks up, he starts to bring up his weapon, open his mouth to yell at you. And then he bites down on your sword as it just cuts right into his face. <laughs> he drops down. Do I get some blood on me? Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Curse splat. Party. I wipe it from wherever it is and I put it under my eyes. Okay. Um, Barty, you can make your attack. Jamal, what are you going to do? I stick him in the face. What's the state of the tower right now? How on fire is it? <laughs> yes. They're still out there. The archers are pinning up. Well, I will attack it again. Okay. Uh, hopefully aiming better this time. Okay, roll it. Uh, what'd you get, Barty? Uh, I got an 11 plus 4 is a 15. Ooh, and he actually rolled a critical on his defense, and you still beat him. Nice. <laughs> so he reaches up to try and block you or attack. You can't get to his face so much as his throat. Roll damage. <laughs> Alrighty. Do, 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 do. That would be 10. You just skewered an Adam's apple. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> Cooking this tonight. So, what did you roll, Jamal? I rolled a 15, and the effect is 10. Okay, so you landed right in the center of those guys, and then the effect basically blew them down onto the ground. It doesn't seem like they're getting up immediately. VMAC just cast that spell. You're kind of watching the effects. You're also kind of the strategic guy here. And I kind of get the sense that you're also watching what else is happening on the battlefield. And you see a bunch of troop movement. It kind of occurs to you that this is a no-win situation, even though you're winning. It might seem like you're winning. Once again, I am going to try to do... Uh, VMAC! <laughs> VMAC is going to try to do the, the, the stone to the liquidy right in front of the troops. Okay. Uh, that would be a 10. Okay. Roll another effect. And that would be a 13. Okay. Chair. I'm gonna hit this guy motherfucking again. Oh, and I'm also kind of hinting towards Jamala the troops are coming. 14. You hit. Excellent. You hit with an army defeating hit. Thank God. Four. 12. <laughs> okay, so you swing at this thing, he hits it with his hand and moves it away. He's bringing up his weapon to attack. You swing again. This time he tries to parry with his actual weapon, misses, and you hear several ribs just crack under the blow of your shillelagh. It's a nice sound. Uh, he stumbles back for a minute, pulls up his weapon like he's going to use it, takes a step forward, falls, tries to pick himself back up, falls down onto the ground completely. As he's falling, you see the blood coughing out of his mouth from the ribs having pierced his lungs. Yeah, and you see Lucy pulling her sword out of a guy's mouth. Hot. 
<laughs> Can I kill another one? In a moment. <laughs> I'm also kind of like, since Jamala kind of has the focus on them, I'm going to have the wolf bear run towards them. I know he's not going to make it yet, but... Okay. You don't see anything really happen with the spell you just cast. They don't even seem to be observant of anything. When wolf bear starts to run towards them, they kind of start taking a few steps back, at which point they kind of look quizzically at the ground. It's Lucy, your turn. There's a fourth one, right? Yeah. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> you're right near him. It's kind of you and Barty going at the same time here, but you're nice. kind of in Barty's way. So go ahead and make the attack. I got six for attack and 15 for uh, damage. Cool. You draw your sword up. He brings his sword up and the two collide in a nice little thunder crack. Barty, it's your movement. You can't really directly attack him. You can kind of move into a position to attack him or throw a dagger or... Is there anything else coming in our general direction? Are things starting to head toward Jamal and VMAC? You can roll a detection or perception to kind of get a lay of the land and see what's going on. All right, let's see. Cher, what's your call? D8. Well, there's a spiked club right near me. I pick it up with the other hand. Okay. <laughs> hey, cool. Cher's action. <laughs> I got a critical plus four, so that would be 12. Critical for me was an 8 on perception. Nice. Okay, so 12. You can actually see the spider hole that these things crawled out of. Oh, okay. So, oh, um, excellent. And your daggers to your left. Well, are there any orcs actually in the spider hole? No, you can't see it because it's covered. But you mm -hmm. can see, like, the sticks that were used to prop it open are kind of, like, poking out of the covering. So you don't really know what's down there. You just know that it's the cover where the spider hole is. Ah, I grab chair in one hand and my dagger in the other, and I put the dagger in my teeth and lift up the hood and jump into the spider hole with chair. Okay. Grabbing by what? By your hair. <laughs> Jamal. How many people are coming towards us? How many orcs are coming towards us? You can't us? see. It's kind of a, just a, kind of a massive shadow of orcs. You know, you guys have kind of covered the left side of this whole operation, this whole defense. You've kind of started to blow through that whole left side. They're bringing in reinforcements to cover up that left side. Uh, how far away are they? They're about 40 feet away. Would, Holy monkey. Would I have time to cast effectively the invocation of ice and fire, or is that, would that take far that too long? That would take far too long, yeah. Okay. I shout to Lefty, Lefty, are you okay? She's in the middle of a fight. <laughs> yeah. I grunt. <laughs> Covered in blood. Roll defense, by the way, Lefty. Oh, balls. Oh, that worked out. <laughs> VMAX, should we move this operation? 15. I'm about to find out oh, with my yeah. empathy. He brings his weapon up, and you easily just shove it aside, and now he's open for a, an attack, actually, because that was a nice little success level. He knocked his weapon away, so you've got an opening to attack. Awesome. All right. So I've got eight for attack, and... 10 for damage. Okay. Yes, you slam your sword into his midsection. He staggers backwards and does not fall. You can see like the blood starting to leak out of his armor, though. And he moves forward to attack you again. What are you doing, VMAC? Trying to do that whole telepathic kind of link thing I have with chair. I'm just trying to, like, oh, yeah. What's going up with you guys? How, how are things? Uh, things sense of uh, almost like Chair's voice. Wait, do you have to roll for that at all for the telepathy? Ish. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a six. Yeah, it's pretty much that big. Kick it ass, and now it's dark. 
Now it's dark. <laughs> now what's dark? What are you talking about? Now it's dark. Lefty, roll pair. I'm going to do a quick intelligence check. <laughs> 14. To see if can figure out. Okay. Because I know, but I want to know if Vmac would figure it out. This time when his sword comes next to you, you actually kind of do one of those things where you spin it around into a circle until it flies off of his hand. Neat. Yeah, he's weaponless. Because he rolled a two. <laughs> Mac does not figure out what it's dark means. Okay. He's got he rolled a one on his intelligence. Almost chair intelligence. Yeah, who really knows what chair? He could yeah. be unconscious for all his yeah. I We're have... kicking ass and it's dark. <laughs> Thanks. Uh thank you. You can make another attack, Lefty. And what are you gonna do, Jamala? I'm gonna uh, shoot an avenging light in the direction of the gentleman forty or so feet away. Okay, hit it. And explode them. I got 16 for attack and 10 for damage. God Murdering. Yeah. I'm using my chair tonight. today. It's working out. Okay. He brings his shield up to try and block that, but you drive right through that, and then what was the damage? 10. Fucking armor isn't even useful on that. Did I get him in the eyeball? No, you got him in this uh, love handle area. You just kind of drive your sword into it, and then yank it out to the side to the left to pull it out. Oh, God. And, yeah, that's the end of him. Neat. Did you close the lid, Barty? No. I mean, like, I knew that it was dark under there, and I didn't have a torch, so I lifted it up and threw it open. I didn't okay. close it behind me. It's still going to be dark in there because of the, right. it's a pit. But that way, she actually, you can see them down in that pit. Lefty, what'd you roll? I rolled a nine. Okay, and then effect? Nine again. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so there's this line of orcs making a march down whatever kind of pathway that they have. They kind of set up a defense against Wolf Bear and kind of got sludged into this thing, but it's a large line of them. You're aiming straight for the middle or the front of this line to cut them off, and just to the right of that, about five feet off target, still on the line of orcs, the ground, basically another bomb. Boom! Right in the middle of it. <laughs> you meant to do that. <laughs> of course I did. Is the uh, mud thing working at all? or? Yeah, they're kind of actually sludging through this like mud area. You missed. Your spell actually went behind them, but the wolf bear caused them to back up into it. Barty, you're inside this spider pit, and you can see a hole, like a really crudely dug hole, about five feet wide by maybe four feet tall. You could crawl through this. It's not going to be comfortable for VMAC. This is obviously a pathway into further up the beach. And Ah, do I hear any oncoming orcs? Is there any light coming out of the hole in any way? Not that you can see. Well, since Chair's down there, I turn to Chair and I say, Hey, Chair, hmm. there's ale through that hole. Hmm. Chair goes running furiously down the, the, in the Chair's tunnel. Chair's still got to duck a bit, but yeah, you can... Oh, really? You can actually Chair has to duck. Yeah. Because it's very crudely dug, so. Okay, all right, well. And it's dug in beach sand. Yeah, it's on the beach. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So it's uh, basically wet sand that you're... See, you get the sand bricks, and you can do whatever with them, but then you get the sandstone bricks, and you can make a little house out of the sandstone. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Barty and, wish I had that shield right now. You still have your buckler? I still have my buckler, but mm -hmm. it's just strapped still. Can, would that shield fit down here? Probably not. Okay. That's why it was left on the thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, before I follow behind Cher, though, I, I pop up and tell Lefty where we're going. Okay. Yeah, I've killed all the orcs on the beach now, right? Just in your area, yes. You can see where more, where, where oh, like, a big army or a group of, like, reinforcements is trying to make their way through some sort of swampy, sludgy, sandy area and also gather up. There's a hole in this line where orcs seem to be trying to pick themselves up and reform into a, some sort of crew formation. Yeah, I tell Lefty that I think this might be a way out of here. Grab VMAC and Jamala, and this might be a way off the beach. And they're still getting shot at with arrows. No, but you can see uh, some of the crossbowmen are lining up to basically take aim at your direction. Okay, I'm just going to shout and try to get Jamala's attention. Her. Jamala! VMAC! Lefty! Next way out! Come down! Copy that! No! Run! You're one person short. I know, you're just run. <laughs> the two slow ones run. That's <laughs> slow. Faster than Barty. Unless he put a bunch of stacks. Kind of roll dexterity. I did. I want to see how you guys kind of like move through this because you're about to take fire. I outran the golems last time. Oh, that's right. That's right, you did. Six. Okay. Nice. So three corals come shooting in your direction. They hit the sand right by you, but you manage to kind of dodge out of the way just as they hit the ground. Um, they were hastily shot, but you guys make it to the spider hole where the other three are inside. And Cher's actually making his way down the hole already. Shillelagh and spiked club in hand. Uh, Would it benefit to, to close a... the hole? Does that seem possible? Yeah, you can close the lid, basically, like the covering, the camouflage covering. I do that. Okay. Or right, suddenly everything just goes dark. Whoa! And I oh, light it up. Okay, roll a casting, please. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, roll an effect, just a wisdom roll. Eight. Okay, a ball of light about eight inches wide forms right at, at Jamal's hand. You suddenly got light, it's casted shadows of where you're at, Chair, and you get to a place where the path either keeps going forward or goes slightly forward but right, and it seems to be more opened up. You've been traveling kind of downwards, mm -hmm. and you see makeshift beams. It's not like they were very well-crafted beams, but it looks like these are the supports for this kind of tunnel area. And there's two paths to go? Yeah. I run up because I have the light. I run up towards chair. Uh -huh. I think we're all hustling as much as yeah. we can. I'm obviously taking the rear. Uh, <laughs> so, you said one of the pathways is more open than the other? No, they're both fairly open. One heads straight towards the mountain. One heads more towards the direction where those troops were at. Ah. Mountain. Yes, yes. But I say mountain because I am the mistress in the steam tunnels, thank you. <laughs> Whatever you say, Jamala, you're the one with the light. Who has a detection skill? Oh, uh, that would be Hex. Oh, uh, that would be VMAC. Okay, uh, what's your perception plus detection plus spot? Don't roll it, just what is it? Uh, D12 plus 3. Okay, so what, that's a level of 5 plus 3, right? Because that's based off my perception, which is a level 5. Yeah, so it's And eight. I have a level 3, yeah, 8. Okay, what's yours, Jamala? Perception level is 5. 5, okay, plus your detection level. Which is 3, so 8. Oh, okay. Because you're closer, you can actually have a better idea of what's going on. You see most of the troop movement, like the tracks and the steps and stuff, and you think you hear noises coming from the right. So probably heading away from that is the best way to go. That's where you've come up with the idea of heading straight towards the mountain. Okay, uh, based on my knowledge of tunnel structure, 
and support beams, etc. Would it seem, and I guess I'll roll for this probably, but would it seem to be a possibility of us collapsing the tunnels behind us for just that section? Easily. Easily. And not risk us. Actually, probably the easiest way would be to set fire to one of the beams and then just go and wait for the fire to eat away the beam and let it collapse. That sounds very good to me. <laughs> Let's roll the fire breath attack. <laughs> All right. Don't critically fail. That would just turn into a sneeze. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it would be more embarrassing than disastrous. Yeah. I was gonna say that would be the end of D and D. We all got crushed. <laughs> Understand? Cool. Critical. Uh oh. We you gotta reroll that ten, by the way. Thirteen. Um, and effect is four. She puckers up and spits a fine jet of flame, like a stream of flame just at the base of this and kind of makes a line diagonally up in order to start a nice timely burn. You guys probably have three minutes of good evacuation time before the beach collapses. I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> Wait, I'm in my element. Then let us go. Okay, so you guys crawl forward. You guys come to an area where the tunnel seems to widen up and turn rocky, almost like cave-like, and you see uh, puddles of water. It's obviously salt water from the ocean, from the tide kind of coming in, and you're totally in a cave system at this point. Ahead of you, you start to see some sunlight, more like ahead of you to your right, and Jamala's knowledge of cave structure and such is that would be the exit. And it's, <laughs> you guys are considerably far enough up the beach at this point where you guys can do it. And then suddenly you hear a loud rumble and a sudden smack and a bunch of sand billows up behind you into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> I hope some orcs died in that. <laughs> Let's go. I scamper towards the light, which I assume is a, a balmy kind of dawn light. Yes, it is. Still go. Tread careful. With that, I'm a, I am a mistress of the steam tennis. Mr. Goliath, thank you. I know what I'm doing. Haha. <laughs> I'm more afraid of what might be waiting for us. And I'm not? No, I, uh, I'm not. The <laughs> chair goes running forward. Alt! That did not sound like an orc. Chair is still running forward. Attendez, attendez! Ce n'est pas un orc! Ne te pas! Ne te pas! Are you guys shelves? <laughs> oh dear, sit on yon. I take out a daintily scented hanky and wave it out of the. It's not white, it's, it's pink, but uh, you know, I don't know what the pink flag means. I'm sure it smells good, so I'll wave it. C'est un drapeau rose! C'est que signifie I'm covered in orc blood, so it's probably not a good idea for me to run forward. VMAC pushes his way through as the somehow diplomat of the group. <laughs> Are you not going to shoot us? Okay. Uh, do not shoot. You do not seem as orcs. We are enemies of orcs. Il vient d'un grand orc. Qu'est-ce que la langue de orc? We have a letter from the uh, Isle of Mages. <coughs> That's deathful. Read it. You come forward. The rest of you, stay back. Everyone stay behind. Jamala, you're in charge. Okay. <laughs> Lefty, you're in charge of Jamala. <laughs> The elf kind of meets you halfway. No swift movements. I left my spear behind. Okay. When I start walking forward, I visibly stick the spear into the ground. The elf is about, you know, five, six feet tall. His hair is 
nice golden silky, but it looks disheveled for an elf. I mean, it would look great on a human, but for uh, what you've heard of elves, this guy looks like he's been in the, out fighting for a long time. His armor, you could see where there were gems and gilt on it. It's been wrecked off, but it still looks beautiful, but it's obviously war-torn. He has his sword partially drawn. You can see it nicked and scarred from countless battles. His cape and cloak and hood that he was wearing, as, as you get closer, you can see the tears and rents in the cloth. He looks grim and unhappy and ready to kill you at a moment's notice. And he takes the letter from you rather violently, basically, almost insultingly, turns around so that his back is to you. I understand. You like, no VMAC <laughs> understands not trusting outlanders, so. He opens the letter and he closes it up. He looks at you very curiously. All right. Come on. Chair, grab my spear. <laughs> Chair awkwardly <laughs> shoves his two clubs into his buckler strap and picks up the 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 spear and like a little child carrying like a giant fishing pole or a golf club or something waddles up behind VMAC and hands. And I spear. yeah, and then I take it for a while. How did you even know to come here? We were told to come here. You are the first people to cross that beach in thirty years. Well, you know, we got chair. What up? <laughs> we are brave warriors. Each, uh, each, each of our own individual and powerful skill. Well, you have to be. According to this letter, you are to present yourself to our generals and lead us into battle. Yes. He has kind of a look of dismay on his face, as though the Isle of Mages must have gone crazy. Hold on. <clears throat> Let us repeat what you just said. We are the first people to cross the beach in 30 years. That is an excellent point. The five of us. And kitty cat meow meow. And... Quah? He named his... He named his shillelagh. He's a little simple in the mind, but he is very powerful in battle. The elf looks at you, kind of reappraises you for a second, and turns around to his army, or his group, really. It's more of a ragtag bunch of elven soldiers left over. Les démons have finalement envoyé nos adés! Ils sont envoyés quelqu'un pour la noce qui ont décontré les orques! Espérons que pour les bandes! Everybody starts clapping and cheering. <laughs> You're actually kind of surprised, as grumpy as this man is, the rest of the elves who rise up and basically out of their hiding spots, all scarred, battle-weary. They just clang their swords against their shields, clap and cheer. They seem like you're a long, long-weighted support. I kind of pat everybody on the shoulders and stuff, and I'm like, huh? Huh? See? See? Chair. See, look what I did. Look what I did. Chair claps just because he likes it when people clap. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... In an unexpectedly warm uh, welcome, the, uh, the heroes are greeted amongst the elves. What perils shall they face as they go into glorious battle? I have had a warm welcome of my own. Oh, it appears that I've uh, uh, sprung a leak. Mmm, it's nice and warm. Being an old man has its benefits. 
<laughs> the hell do you have a, a tube stuck up your penis? A benefit. <laughs> Urethral sounding, my dear boy. The older you get, the more interesting your interests become. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dicks episode, haven't you, Galdap? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like the sound of it. <laughs> Dungeons and Doritos is a ready show production and is made possible by the support of listeners like you. <clears throat> to support the show, head to the Nerdy Store for D&D merch or donate directly to us for exclusive items where duels. For more Dungeons and Doritos episodes, character sheets, fan art, and other groovy things on the internet, visit nerdyshow.com. Saga's RPG is the official role-playing system <coughs> of Dungeons & Doritos. Uh, to learn more about Saga's or to pick up a copy, visit sagasrpg.com. Dungeons & Doritos is in no way affiliated or endorsed by Doritos, Frito-Lay, or Wizards of the Coast. <coughs> this podcast has been a work of parody and <laughs> any references to outside content are for the purpose of satire. <laughs> Characters appearing are fictitious as far as you know, and any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental, I assure you. Oh, I, I see you like candy, little girl. <laughs> you know, let's just talk more about the bag of Doritos. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.